0: Shut up, and sit down. Welcome to another episode of...
1: Business Bros!
0: As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words... Problems cannot be
1: solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9-to-5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of
0: service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation at Business Bros Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did
1: you get into business in the first place? What does your life look like when you've helped others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. It's funny, as I'm reading
0: these uh, intro words... And everything that we've been talking about in this whole fourth quarter, I'm like, man, this is like one of the last few times we're actually going to have this type of intro.
1: It is. It is. For those of you who are paying attention to the intro at all, it is going to change here very shortly. Probably going right into the first quarter or first first of the year. Yeah. Turn yeah. of the year.
0: It's, it's, I mean, it's like anything else, right? In, in business, you have to look back you have to reflect on what what's working what's not working what direction you're going in Mm -hmm. if you even have a direction
1: well yeah and i mean and that's really a key thing uh we've talked a lot about that particular thing a lot is to make sure that you have a vision to make sure that you have a clear concise goal and work backwards from that so on that note, looking into 2019, we got some pretty big plans for this here podcast. Yeah.
0: Well, first of all, let's make sure that we reach out and say, Merry Christmas to everybody. We're recording this the day after, after Christmas. 12-26. 12-26. Right? I am a little under the weather. You are. <laughs> so you are,
1: but you're toughing it out.
0: Toughing it out. Doing what you don't want to do and don't want to do it at the highest level, right? Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. No, I mean, we're all we're all whacked, man. We're all shipwrecked. We're all <laughs> done. Like, it's it's been... You know the holidays They're such a wonderful time So great to have family around And you know Celebrate And do the things That, that you don't normally do You know Get get that, that quality time together But after it's all said and done It's like
0: Exhausting <sighs> Yeah and You're I mean, so
1: lucky You were a high school teacher Because you still got like Another week off
0: Yeah I still got some time off
1: But that means we're doing more of this For sure Alright
0: I mean We've Dude I mean Let's do like A little recap Of what we've done so far this year First yeah. of all I mean, we started the podcast in July.
1: Started in July. July 13th, July, I think it was. Yeah, I think
0: that's what the photo said, right? Right, <laughs> so that's we what the photo back, said. Yep. <laughs> looking back at it. And, uh, I mean, we kind of did it just to jump on board, right? We didn't have really a clue as to what we were going to do with it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it slowly started to evolve, right? first, it was, like, almost therapy, for sure. Right? It was like, what do we you know, what are we gonna talk about today? I don't know, let's talk about this subject. And we you mm-hmm. know kinda okay, hash yeah. it out and then we're like, we should be applying a little more of this or modifying a little more of that, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after the therapeutic, you know, first twenty, twenty five uh podcast episodes, like the therapeutic things started to wear off. We're like, Okay, what are we gonna do with this thing?
1: Well, I don't know necessarily. I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think it necessarily wore off. I think it actually started to sink in yeah, yeah I would yeah I guess I more than wear off that. I think it started to sink in we started to apply a lot of the principles that we learned from uh, Tim and Julie Harris and uh, Gary V and Greg uh, Grant Cardone and you know all these other influencers and we're like we need to make sure that we're doing these things and for me personally I've seen a lot of changes in my attitude and just in 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 business in general yeah it's really been life-changing
0: i mean for people right and in, in your relationships with people it's, yeah it's been it's been huge it has right i mean we, okay so we went from the therapeutic sessions to internalizing right to mm-hmm. starting to implement things we started to implement our coaching calls with our agents mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and so that started to take started off. motivation Mondays. started motivation Mondays. At pipeline insurance we started doing the coaching calls on tuesdays for yep. real estate agents right and then you know things started going in a, a little bit different direction. We were like, okay, now what are we really going to do with this podcast, right? Mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. initially thought we we're going to head more towards the coaching, in which we kind of are. Yeah, right? for sure. We're, we, are, we
1: we we still talk th- about it. We plenty. still talk
0: about it plenty. We still do it, mm-hmm. and then we. But but what we really wanted to do was try to make sure that every time we hopped on these mics, that we're trying to bring something of value to everybody, right? right. And, and it, was, it was a little bit different than when we first started where we were just like, you know what, let's just talk about this stuff and put it out there and see what happens.
1: I see you got new bolts.
0: New bolts? Oh, no, no, I didn't get new bolts for the mics. Oh, uh, okay. I just modified it a little bit and tightened it
1: Because, okay, so let's
0: explain why the bolts thing, right? <laughs> we're not talking about the chargers because even then the chargers have been kicking some butt. They have. Right? But uh, Go bolts, half-heartedly. Half-heartedly go bolts. But, uh, you know, after we started doing the, the podcast... Um, and we started to get to know a few people, you know, we invited, I think our first interview was with Jose, right? Yeah, you right. Jose Valencia. Right? Yep. He came over and he's like, dude, this is cool. And he kind of, we, we really enjoyed having him on the show. Mm-hmm. And then, um, we kind of stepped out of Jose, our Jose, you're zone. an inspiration. Yes, sir. And then we kind of decided, all right, you know, maybe we should interview some more people. What do you think?
1: And so that's exactly what we started doing. We started turning this into more of a, let's see how many, who we can interview next. Right. This I think and that, that that is a big change for us and that it has been something that is going to bring a lot more value to our listeners. Everybody has a story to tell. Absolutely. And one of the great things that I love about our interviews is we get to hear people's stories and I think that everybody out there is going to connect to different people differently.
0: Oh,
1: 100%. Obviously. I mean, no two people are going to be the same. But, you know, you and I, we might not jive with, you know, listener number 1,642. Right. Right. But listener number 1,642 might really dig Angel Hernandez's style, right? Like, just the way that he is, the way he conducts himself. Or, you know, they might really like Katon you know, in the way that he is and he conducts it. And they might say, this is a person that I want to work with. Right. And so we're putting those pieces together. We're putting those, uh, we're making those connections, helping people make those connections. Sure. Dude. And it's been amazing just to hear where some of
0: these people have come from because, you know, oh, yeah. almost everybody we've talked to has, you know, started literally from the bottom. They've had some sort of, you know, disparity in their life or they've tripped and fallen like anybody mm-hmm. really does. Right. I mean, nobody has the All the answers to everything right right we all have to go through our experiences and and trip and fall but the way they pick themselves back up the way they you know they they decide this is the new life that i want for myself Mm -hmm. this is what i'm doing to get there and it's it's really cool to hear a lot of you know if you if you the listeners out there if you're if you ever drop back and hear our first you know 50-ish episodes there are a lot of core concepts Right. But in in a lot of things that you should know as an entrepreneur that you should know as an investor that you should know, you know, in a bunch of different areas of things that we've experienced and worked on ourselves. But they're just that they're just concepts. They're educational. Right. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. they're valuable. They're just there's something you can learn and you can learn them from reading a book. You can learn them from being out on the field and experiencing. But when we talk to other people who have gone through similar processes to me, that's that's inspiring because they may not exactly know what that concept is called or what that strategy is, mm-hmm. right? But they're implementing nonetheless. And then when we see that, that implementation and that process and we get to sit back and be like, dude, that's this. This is what it's called. I'm so glad to see that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about the success that you're having by implementing X, Y, or Z strategy, right? I mean, that to me is amazing because that makes it tangible for anybody else. It's when somebody else can get out there and just, you know, start to do what it is that they want to do in a way that they want to do it, and then actually be have success at it. That's to me. That's all inspiring. That's that's what's making this really fun. Yeah. Because I'm not just talking anymore. Now it's connecting.
1: Yes. You yes. know what I mean?
0: And it's it's totally different because before we were just talking into the mic, mm-hmm. but now now the relationships we're building, dude. It's really cool to have those connections. Like I, if I need a stager, Zobby's there. For sure. right? If I need a media crew, Jose and Visionary Media Crew.
1: Oh, yeah. Is there. And if we I do need, need that. Yeah,
0: for sure. And, and and we're expanding the way our whole podcast is going and all the content that we're putting out mm-hmm. because of the connections that we have made, because we stepped out of our comfort zone. And I mean, I thought we were pretty decent at stepping out of our comfort zone before. But now, like now it's like, well, I've I've done so many different things in just this last fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Like I, I really I, over and over again, we've always talked about the fourth quarter and we talked to real estate agents or or insurance agents We're like, you need to get out there. You need to make your contacts in the fourth quarter. You need to have those deals in the pipe, right? You need to have established those leads and those connections because come the new year, the work that you put in the fourth quarter is going to perpetuate and make, make your 2019 that much more successful, right? right? Yep. And so, yeah, that's absolutely true. But then when you look back and you think about what the business bros did in the fourth quarter, holy crap
1: we were digging man
0: dude i mean we were grinding we had we had appointments on the 27th that are that's coming up tomorrow we had two interviews scheduled for tomorrow that we had to reschedule because it was double booked because we're starting to get to the point where like our calendars need to sync up yeah right our calendars need to have the availability for things like i'm going on that trip to austin texas in january Mm -hmm. january 3rd right and i'll be out of town so we need to make sure we schedule in you know at least our recordings ahead of time we need to have our interview scheduled around there our coaching calls like it's amazing how much work that we put into the Business Bros podcast in the fourth quarter, which gives me really, really high hopes and expectations about what's going to happen in 2019.
1: Yeah, no, same, same. I mean, it's going to be a whole new podcast. Well,
0: same podcast with a focus. Same host. With a
1: focus. We're going to have a whole new way of doing things. It's going to be great. A whole new intro, whole new focus, a whole new way of bringing value to our listeners because that's ultimately what we want to do right ultimately what we want to do so speaking of which should we jump into a little bit of our topic here sure why not so we're talking today about traditional brokers
0: are done for
1: now when you say brokers you're talking about
0: the traditional brick and mortar broker office real estate brokers real estate brokers okay right and and you know i would even almost go so far as to say insurance brokers the traditional brick and mortar place that's true i mean it really comes down to just brick and mortar itself Right, I mean, we're talking about what we're doing in our podcast, right? How we're morphing, how we're changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked a little bit about the, the bolts on the mics breaking because we've been just taking our equipment everywhere all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. to meet people in, in the places that they're at. We don't necessarily have them have to come to our you know home studio, but we can go out and do things on a mobile basis. And that's kind of the essence of what's going on here. Traditional brokers who've had a brick-and-mortar office are going to find themselves struggling in the next couple years. The market is changing. We are going in for a downturn in the market. There's going to be some adjustments. Do we know exactly how much? No. Most people are predicting that it's going to be just a slowdown, an adjustment period. Mm -hmm. But we don't have a crystal ball. Something in the slowdown could trip and fall and snowball. right? We don't have that crystal ball. We don't even know if it's a quick adjustment or if it's four or five years before we have a recovery. We just don't know.
1: We have no idea.
0: And in the meantime the brick and mortar broker offices still have to pay the overhead yep it's really expensive to own a brick and mortar place i mean just the lease itself the staffing the utilities how to get out there and recruit all those things get very very expensive over time and and when we hit a downturn in this market maintaining those costs is going to become more and more difficult right i mean when the market changes you need to change or you're gonna fail. We experienced that. I mean, early we did.
1: on in business, we did. And companies that have had been around for years and years and years experienced it when things changed too. We talked about Blockbuster and how when it went out of business, you know, when uh, Netflix came on board. We've talked about stuff like Best Buy. You know, I still think that that Best Buy is probably the next one that's gonna take a dive because when was the last time you were in Best Buy to actually buy something? Never, never. And I, and I think the only did thing Did you that, go at all in twenty eighteen? No. I don't think all. I did either. I don't think either. I
0: even walked into a Best Buy. I walked by a Best Buy.
1: <laughs> I walked into the Best Buy and I walked right back out. Because it's too expensive.
0: Yeah. I mean they gotta the, think about the prices that they list in, in in the store have got to compete with the prices that are being listed in Amazon. Right. Not to mention the delivery that it gets shipped to your house. I mean that's a big difference. Yep. So traditional brokers, insurance brokers and, and real estate brokers. They're going to have a struggle right now. I mean, the, the traditional real estate broker model to bring on agents is to generate leads for them. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if I have leads for my agents, agents are more likely going to want to come my way. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. But as the market shifts, as the market changes, as buyers start to back out of the market because interest rates go up or because prices are fluctu- fluctuating and they're just, they're just thinking to themselves, you know what? You know, I'm just going to sit back and wait and see what happens because ultimately buyers don't have to buy. Right? right. A buyer does not have to buy. You know, sometimes there's situations where a seller has to sell. Many times. Many times, right? But a buyer does not have to buy. They can Generally. move back home with their parents, they can stay renting where they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can you know, there's a lot of different reasons why a buyer might back out of uh, buying something. So, you know, that in and of itself, an understanding that the cost of running a traditional brokerage is expensive, is gonna
1: put a different spin on things as things begin to change, right? So if these traditional uh brokers are on their way out, what's the new thing? Well the new thing I think is gonna be the cloud-based
0: brokerages. Things like EXP. Things like EXP. EXP is one of those new brokerage models that it's very cloud based. It's dude it's growing in size. The the beauty about EXP is, well one, it's cloud based. I literally mm. have like a little cartoon avatar kind of like your snapchat uh what a bit emojis or whatever
1: bit emoji yeah
0: whatever that is you have a little avatar he walks around you can go to the accounting office you can go meet clients you can go do whatever in this virtual world mm-hmm. right that's number one right it's just cloud-based so there's no need for these brick and mortar places anymore i don't know about you but when i meet with a client i rarely rarely meet at an office Most of the times with my clients, I meet either at their house Mm -hmm. or we can meet at a Starbucks right? Right, or almost anywhere, but I don't necessarily need an office. Mm -hmm. And the beauty about companies like eXp is they're partnered with companies like Regis where they have this office space that an eXp agent can go and meet a client should they choose to. So they're not stuck to this brick and mortar overhead, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is number one amazing. Number two is they have a, they're, first of all, they're a publicly traded company. So there's stock options in here. Nice. So that's a retirement option because the last time I checked, there's no real estate offices. Like selling a real estate practice is not really a feasible thing. People just don't buy real estate practices because most of the times those are relationship businesses mm-hmm. i'm dealing with a real estate agent or real estate ob- broker not because of their brand not because of their you know it, it used to be that way where you were dealing with a century 21 or with the remax or with the keller williams but now today most people are not brand specific right the generation of brand specific is you know mom and dad's age they mm-hmm. get a coca-cola because they drink coca-cola right they don't drink pepsi they drink coca-cola They're brand specific. They buy Tide because Tide is what they buy, right? They buy Kleenex because that's the brand that the tissue that they buy. They're very brand oriented. Today, you don't think that's true? Not as much. I think brand is more of a personal. Mm -hmm. I think we're personally branding ourselves, right? Like brand today Uh is Gary Vee. Brand today is those Grant Cardone's mm-hmm. brand today is the brand that you put out there in your social media feed. People want to work with you specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? If you're the agent that is helping uh, helping uh, people at a high level, they're not coming to Keller Williams, they're not coming to Big Block Realty, they're coming to you, the agent. Mm-hmm. So that's true. I just think the model of having that brand is is different today.
1: That makes sense. I mean, makes think about sense.
0: think about uh, when you go shopping on Amazon right? Mm -hmm. You put, I don't know, (laughs) whatever product that you want and you scroll through and you're like, oh, this case. Yeah. Phone case. Do you care whether it's a Nokia phone case or do you care whether it's a whatever or you're just looking at price and reviews?
1: I mean, you might be looking specifically for an OtterBox if you're an OtterBox kind of guy. Right. Right.
0: Right. But aside from those individual unique brands, Mm -hmm. most of the time you're just shopping on price and reviews. For whatever works, yeah. for whatever works, yeah. and that's kind of what's going on here in in today's market. So, so that I think sense. you know, being able to 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 retire off your real estate practice is not a thing. So, so mm. back, going back to the whole exp thing and being a stock traded company. Uh, as you're buying stock in as you're buying and selling houses right uh, for client base you have the option to take some of that money and buy stock within the company that's a retirement portfolio that's your 401k for example mm-hmm. right that's money that you're putting away into a stock option into a company that you can turn around and sell at a later date cash out or whatever you're going to do with the stock as it continues to rise right? so that's one uh, another nice thing about a company like exp a third thing which is to me, one of the most fascinating things about, about the, uh, about eXp is it's an additional revenue source. So every traditional brokerage model has always been about recruiting agents. It's mm-hmm. always been that way. They've been a body shop recruitment type mentality, right? Where, right. where they got to get agents in all the time because most real estate agents aren't going to survive the length of their license. They're going to drop out of the business within two or three years. hmm they're gonna do their five or five to six deals and then they're done. So brokers, yeah, brokers know that. So they're gonna jump in. They're gonna recruit these agents so that they do those four, five, six deals at their office mm-hmm, with their mm-hmm. splits, and then they know they're gonna pretty much fall off the bandwagon, right? And and they know that. So they're in, most brokers are recruitment tools they just want to get people in that's why they provide Mm -hmm. leads Mm -hmm. that's why they provide an office supply that's why they have really kick-ass parties because they want to get these agents in churn burn and then you know move on and that's just kind of the model that's going on there now if they're a recruiting model that's awesome for EXP because EXP, the recruitment model there can get you passive income going down the road. So you, if you recruit agents and you're bringing them on, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a pyramid model where you can bring on agents and they keep producing, buying and selling mm-hmm. homes. If mm-hmm. they only do their five or six and fall off, that's fine. You can continue to recruit but have a revenue source of passive income coming in as these producers produce. Nice. So, you know, there's there's a lot of different cool options for those types of things. It's the way the way EXP describes themselves is they are the Netflix to the traditional broker models being the blockbusters.
1: Oh, uh, OK. And you're so in, literally using the same analogy, y-
0: literally using the same analogy. So, y- I mean, if you're thinking about that, if you're thinking about, you know, what's the next best thing? Mm-hmm. You know, I like Big Block Realty from what I've heard and all the agents that we've interviewed from. Big Yeah. Block, yeah. That 100 percent commission model. Yep. Sounds great. But their offices are also really beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's overhead.
1: That is, and that's tough to maintain over time. It is, but hey, no, no way to knock them at all. They are doing some amazing things for sure. Oh, for
0: sure, for sure. I'm just, I'm just hopeful that whatever they're doing, they continue to be profitable when times turn yeah right and that's that's my biggest concern because they do have a beautiful office they have i mean the one that we go to in east lake right multiple mm-hmm. beautiful offices they have great staffing mm-hmm. right they have great training from what i've the stuff i've seen so you know good kudos to them i'm just curious to see what happens because you know it, again when things change the numbers are just numbers yeah right and and agents that are not producing are gonna produce less when the market mm-hmm. changes. All right, so it's it, You know, I'm just worried to see what happens. Hopefully, you know they they modify and adapt, and we see yeah. good things from them.
1: We're gonna see it. I mean, I'm I'm confident that they will. You know, I'm confident that they have a, a strong team out there, and they're gonna put a lot of things together to make sure that all of their agents continue to be successful. I think it's just a matter of training when it comes right down to it, because you've talked about how often, um, you've talked about this often that a really skilled agent is the one that will make it through the tough times the ones that make it through the up cycle they're a dime a dozen yeah, but the ones can that can there. make yeah everybody can make it when the market's going up yeah. but the ones that can make it when the market's going down those are the ones that are ultimately successful and i think that uh you know places like big block and keller williams and all of these other uh large large organizations probably have a lot in place to help get there. And that's, yeah, and that's the thing,
0: that. right? It, it's it's going to come down to training. If they're, if they're providing training and helping develop agents to be strong salespeople, to be strong listing agents, to hold inventory, you know, it, through these tough times to mm-hmm. understand what it's going to be like to do short sales, to understand how to negotiate for their commissions when they have to work in, in mm-hmm. these models. I mean, then, yeah, they're going to survive because they're going to have producing agents. They're going to have revenue coming in. Well,
1: what kind of uh, training does EXP offer?
0: exp offers all kinds of training all day long everything from i mean they're they're one that's one of those those things that's different about exp versus the other brokerage models is they are very agent based mm-hmm. so they're i mean every week they send out a training model yeah every week they send out a training model and it'll have a training schedule with every single one of the trainings that they're going to be doing for the week and Our coaching organization, Harris Certified Coaching, is probably going to be one of those big coaching sources for EXP model, for the EXP company as as a training altogether, which is going to be really cool because, you know, it's it's our way into being in front of more and more agents, helping them learn the skills that they need to learn to be successful in the industry that they're in.
1: So EXP is going to be the brokerage and the training and coaching is all going to be handled by the Harris Certified Coaches?
0: I don't know for sure if I can say that yet, but Mm. that's the plan. Right, that's, that's that's the that's what's looking well to, we might want to
1: cut that out then yeah
0: yeah i don't know for sure you know what we'll just throw it out there anyways it might be it might not be i don't know but either way it's in the talks and if you do need help i mean we're going to be putting our content uh out there for exp agents anyways since we have that access to them too i mean and, and it's it's you know it's information that every agent should know because ultimately we want every agent to be successful we want every agent to be of service to their clients to be to help them you know achieve the goals that they're clients want because that's what that's all that's what it's about right we just want to make you know we want to make sure that agents are doing what they need to do so that they don't drop out of the industry and say real estate sucks
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: we want them to to achieve success we want them to get those commission checks we want them to help clients reach their their dreams buy homes or sell homes Mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. at what it is they you know when they have to and and that's the bottom line period so it doesn't matter what brokerage ultimately you're from if you're focusing your if we're focusing our efforts if the brokerage models are focusing their efforts on helping the agents be successful i think that's
1: that's the important thing when it comes right down to it that's the important thing is making sure that everybody that you are connected with is equally invested in each other's success i think that's that's well i shouldn't say equally but you know i think that that's one thing that that this new way of podcasting, this these connections that we're making. You know, everybody that we are getting into contact with, we get to see, we get to hear their stories, and it makes me personally care a lot more about seeing them successful. Oh for sure. That's the part that's that's what I'm trying to get to.
0: Because like Zobby said, after every podcast interview you get a friendship with Hernana James. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Right? I mean that's what Zobby said. After every staging you get a friendship with Zobby. And that's really what it comes down to. And when you have friends you want your friends to be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally everybody we go down, you know, on uh, that we have an interview with, I'm on their social media feeds, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to know what's going on in their lives, and I comment on their stuff, and yep. I, you know, I, I go out of my way to say hello to them and and acknowledge them, and because we've made that connection, we right. we want to make sure that it's not just the one interview and done that we're actually, you know, we're we care, we're, we do. we're friends, yeah. right? That's right. Every interview comes with a friendship with the business bros. So anyways, let's just uh, – we, we're going to finish up this. Uh, well, you know what? we got enough for the next episode. We'll talk about why, you know, what what the exit strategies, is, the recruiting and training, employees versus contracts. We'll jump into that one in the next one. But um, I did, I did want to make sure, you know, fourth quarter has been amazing. And one of those changes that we've been doing in the Business Bros podcast is doing our shows live on Facebook or Instagram. And we, we wanted to make things a little bit better. For that aspect of mm-hmm, it, because we wanted mm-hmm. to put out more content, little snippet, one minute videos here and there. We want right. to be able to put out, you know, little inspirational quotes, you know, from going forward and just basically much more content. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we ended up getting this uh, Sling Studio that's still in the box. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: Thank you to Jose for that recommendation. For sure.
0: And, you know, hopefully you guys enjoy just more motivational content we're trying to you know i, I i'm skeptical and saying motivational because i don't really want it to be motivational i want i, I almost informative want it, i want not even you know what i want it to be more like cracking the whip like i want to get you into action type things <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah is it going to motivate you Sh- sure it's going to make you feel good is it gonna you know, is it gonna give you information that you didn't know maybe before or enlighten you in a way that you weren't aware of? Sure it's gonna do that. Yeah, that but all sounds great. That all sounds great, but it really means nothing if you're not taking action. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing something mm-hmm. with it. Right? Knowledge is only potential power. Makes right? sense. You can learn all you want, but you're never gonna do anything with it unless you go out and do something with it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm hoping this new podcast is about. That's why having, you know, the different types of content, reaching the different types of people in different types of ways is so important. So that maybe, maybe in 2019, we spark somebody who's going to, you, you know, that's going to be a, the next millionaire. Maybe they hear us in, you know, January 1, January 2. And by the end of Jan- by the end of December 31st, mm-hmm. in 2019, they're like, I'm so grateful that I heard that information. It turned my life around. I mean, that's really really what i would like to see out of the business bros podcast right? i want to you know i want to make somebody something that they didn't know they had in them and we just kind of opened up the door it's kind of like releasing the hulk out of them right because <laughs> you know, we watch infinity wars a lot this week yep we did <laughs> so you know we want that inner hulk in you to come out and be you know a terror in your business that you just go at it fanatically. You're Mm -hmm, out there prospecting mm -hmm. that you're out there kicking some butt that you're out there meeting new people that you're making friendships so that the way James feels about his connections and just the fourth quarter and his outlook on life, his outlook on his friendship. I want more people to experience that.
1: Nice. I like it. I mean, it's different, right? Yeah. That's not even uh, what do you call it? Monetary measurable, you know, whatever. I can't measure that. What's what's that word? In
0: Intangible. It's intangible. Like, I okay. Can I measure how many people are listening to the podcast daily? Sure. Can I measure how much you know revenue we're bringing in? Sure. But how much you're inspiring people? I don't know how you measure that, or
1: how much you care about people, and people genuinely care about you.
0: Yeah, you can I don't know how you can measure that. I'm not sure either. But I'm sure as hell gonna try to make it bigger. That's right. Right. I don't know. I don't know how. I'm just gonna continue to put out more content. Be be of service to others and. We'll see what 2019 holds around the corner. There you go. So make sure you guys uh, follow us on our social media feeds at Business Bros Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then if you want to catch previous episodes or interviews, you can go to our website, csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And remember, Pipeline Insurance for all your insurance needs. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.